Well, good afternoon. Welcome to The Political Strategist. This is your host, Brenda K. Sanders. I'm back here on the podcast. You know, I I want to talk about something uh, again. All the podcasts that I do are informational, whether people want to hear it or not. Uh, they bring, I believe, uh, my commentaries bring a sense of awareness to uh, what's going on in the world around us. I, I really believe they do. In other way, words, uh, we want to be aware. We want to be awake. And when you're fully awake, uh, that is when uh, we are called to action, when we uh, mobilize and when we um, do what we need to do to get up, so get rid of the, some of the ills in our uh, respective communities. This time I want to talk about, I've talked about uh, domestic terrorism before, and I'm talking about it uh, regularly uh, with the uh, voters that I come in contact with. It is, you know, sort of uh, intellectually and uh, emotionally uh, kind of uh, rejected that we would have such activity in our communities, but it is taking place and it is going on. This time I want to talk about the Walter Scott case and the Travis Scott case. Uh, in relation to me, I, I would normally have not done any uh, connections, made any connections with uh, domestic terrorism, except uh, my experience uh, uh, was brought into the forefront of this. And now I realize there's a connection. There is open and flagrant and uh, imposing um domestic terrorism going on everywhere. And I must say, uh, they appear to have a, a, a imagination because uh, everything they do is, 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 is in different venues. This time with the Walter Scott case and the Travis Scott case, I believe it is also a pattern of domestic terrorism. First of all, they, they occurred seven years apart, a little bit more than seven years apart, uh, and definitely related to me for the reason that on Saturday, I attended a Democratic uh, Blue Jamboree uh, membership meeting um, in Charleston, South Carolina. And uh, I went there and uh, attended the meeting. Uh, one thing I did notice as well, that the it was near airport and, and the planes were looming and imposing one big, huge jet. Uh, I walked under it, very closely under it, uh, to my vehicle Um on, on last Saturday, uh, last Saturday, and uh, you know where my dog was just trembling in fear because of these planes that had uh, flown over at a close, in close proximity, close range. But this is why I want to relate that these things are uh, to be looked at, to be reviewed, to be um, monitored. Uh, Tim Scott, Senator Tim Scott, is is it from Charleston, and you know he is has uh, a been in Congress, I believe, there t- since 2013, and yet I see the intimidation of him as a uh, a senator, and I know that he's not spoken out about the other terror- terrorist events that have taken place in Charleston, but uh, certainly we can relate these events because they were called with my attention personally, in my opinion, one that, uh, you know, talks about these events. 
But I can see the relationship. Walter Scott was uh, shot in the back in uh, 2015 by the Charleston, North Charleston police. And, uh, you know, it's interesting that you have a senator from that, that same area with the same last name. I didn't think anything of it until uh, Saturday uh, when, first of all, these planes were looming and imposing, in my opinion, uh, in, in, in too close in airspace. And if it's anybody that has experienced domestic terrorism involving planes, it's me. I thought that was very strange. It was a very huge plane flying right over me. Now, I know, like I said, it's near airport, but it was very close in my opinion, that that plane taking off. And I had to keep looking up because my my thought process was if this plane falls down or hits something, you know, like a high tree, it's going to, you know, fall and I don't want to be under it. So I was very conscientious about walking where I was walking and looking up at the same time. Um, But then Saturday night, Saturday night after I arrived back home and and sitting down, settling, I see on um, Sunday morning this Travis Scott. It may have been Saturday night. No, the concert took place on Saturday night. So Sunday, I see this 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 broadcast about a concert of Travis Scott being, um, uh, you know, the the, the uh, concert uh, uh, goers were were crushed and some of them were killed in uh, attendance. We were in attendance at his concert. And I said, wow, this, this this must be related in some way a terrorist incident. I was waiting for a news report that said somebody started yelling something, maybe fire or yelling something that threatened the concert goers. And they started to panic and try to move forward either backward out of the venue. I never heard that. I haven't heard of that uh, so far, uh, but... Certainly, I found it uh, interesting that it happened on the same day that I was down in Charleston. The Scott name comes back up. Now, it comes back up in a strange way, but I guess it was the only thing available. It was a concert, and then people were crushed. Again, we don't know how much of an imagination these people have, but they apparently have a big imagination. They can think of things, they put things together. Um, I, I had remarked before that I saw a vision of people sitting at a table. I didn't know what they were doing. There were more than one. They were sitting like at a conference table. It was a vision I had. No, it was a dream I had. So I am going back to the dream that the Lord gave me that this, you know, this this table, people seated at this table, they must be uh, collaborating and, and conspiring to do something. They have to put their heads together and think of something terroristic to do. A terroristic is not all the time, you know, uh, what you think of, like in Iran or whatever. Uh, it may be just something to terrorize us here at home, and we can't see the hand. And we can't see the the face of the terrorists because they're here to terrorize. What does terror mean? To cause fear, to to instill fear. And so I found those two events on Saturday very interesting. And I believe that they are terroristically related. And, uh, of course, the name uh, speaks volumes about, uh, you know, hey, we, we're going to want to say something about... Uh, 
you uh, in respect to this race or something like that about Tim Scott. I mean, this is all connected. If you watch the news, you connect. It's called connecting the dots, putting the puzzle pieces in the puzzle, putting them together. And then the bodaciousness of these same people. And I, I have idea who they are. They're people who are in government and they're rogue people who are retired from government uh, that do these same events over and over and over to, you know, send messages like ISIS used to do and, you know, claim responsibility and so forth. And so I believe it's another one of these incidents. And this senator, you know, if we look in our Bible, we find that Saul, who was a king over Israel, was was cowardice. He, he was cowardice. He was fearful. And he did not carry out the mission that the Lord told him to carry out uh, regarding the Amalekites. And so he was tenuous. He was, he was, uh, um, someone that you really couldn't depend on is a fierce leader. And I believe this is what Tim Scott may be. You know, you've been continually intimidated. I know when I'm intimidated. I know that plane flying over me was intimidation. I said, this plane's flying too low. Uh, but you sense it, even if you don't say it, you know it emotionally, it connect to it in a certain way. And I do. I'm, I'm always not always looking for things. It's like things are looking for me. That's what it is. Things are looking for me. I'm not always looking. I'm walking to my vehicle uh, for some big, big, giant, gargantuan plane to be flying right over me so close that I said, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? If they come lower, I'm going to run. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I know the airport was right near there. Well, how close was it? Because if that's the case, if I'm running for Congress, I'm running for Senate, if I do, we got to start a bill. House, the House has to start the bill, has to start the uh, uh, proposition that planes can only come so close to venues in, in our communities. Otherwise, it's going to consider uh, be uh, uh, interpreted as in, in intimidation or terror, terrorizing uh, the community. That plane flying that low was so so intimidating. I mean, you're talking about a huge seven. I don't know if that was a seven. What is a Boeing? It was big, though. So this is what we have to know. We have to be awake. We have to be looking. We have to be watching. The Bible says watch as well as pray. I know I'm putting some uh, some spiritual stuff on this podcast, The Political Strategist. I, don't, I try to separate it, but it, sometimes it's just not separated. If you look at King David, and I use him all the time who played the harp, he it was a spirit man, and he also was a political man. Uh, and and in political power. So sometimes they're meshed, sometimes they're together, and sometimes you can't separate them. And that's what I'm saying today. Uh, use your spiritual insight to, to look and know what's going on. Even though other people may not, you will be in tune to what's going on. And it you know it's something that you don't want to say, uh, but it will be readily received once it's you know totally revealed. I think we need leadership that is fierce, leadership that is emotional and uh, a force in the community, not leadership that's going to sit down and say nothing and acquiesce to everything that's being done. I think uh, he, uh, Tim Scott has been um, intimidated in his position, but has said nothing. He has said and, and not reported anything. I know I have been and I've reported everything I can 
uh, to let people know what is going on, uh, you are in a, I mean, a, a, a very prime spot to influence uh, what goes on in this country, and yet you're intimidated. And so we have to, like in the Bible, when Saul had to go, Saul had to go. He was too intimidated by what was going on. And he feared the Amalekites, and he didn't do what God told him to do. And we have to elect a leadership that will do what God told him to do, no matter what. I believe that is that is uh, should be considered a uh, qualification. I know they say, oh, no, we don't do that. We separate church and state. Well, they don't do it when it comes to getting elected. <laughs> They're at everybody's church, and, uh, you know, so we must uh, be consistent with those assertions and uh, operate in a way that we don't leave the religious community out of uh, politics, and they're not out of politics. I believe they're prominently in politics and what goes on, if they choose to be, and I think those voting blocks should not be ignored. But certainly, I'm sitting here today, Rethinking the Travis Scott case, the Travis Scott um, concert, and rethinking Walter Scott. I looked it up. I said, it's the seven year or a little bit over seven years, you know, a schedule again. I talked about these schedules, and this is a scheduled event. Scheduled. And so we have a consistent. I talked about the uh, in Charleston. If you don't know, I've been talking about it. Maybe I've not been talking about it on Facebook about the firefighter fire at the store. They lost nine firefighters and then nine um, people at the Emmanuel, um, Mother Emanuel Church. I mean, to me, and almost the same a day later, that's scheduled stuff. It hor- horrifies you to think of such things, but it's scheduled. And I believe that our government should get out of the business of being terrorists they should apprehend the terrorists that they know are terrorists. They don't look like terrorists. They're probably wearing a three-piece suit and a tie. And uh, apprehend them and, and charge them like you're supposed to. And stop sponsoring the domestic terrorism in our communities. Charleston has been, been, been badly hit and, and uh, uh, targeted for terrorism. And I have outlined all of the events. Seven years apart. Every seven years. Here we go again shootings and so you you decide for yourself you think I'm just being uh, too presumptuous if I'm, I'm being too um you know uh, paranoid about things events seven years apart or a little bit seven years apart here we go again and so that's why I would be running into you know a campaign against intimidated leadership we have to we have to have leadership that is does not go with where everyone goes. That has power as well. Uh, that is willing, though, to defeat these uh, these themes in our community. So, okay. Well, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for listening to the, the political strategist today. Talk to you next time. <laughs>